What's up? It's the Brush Breakdown. Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris is somewhere. He doesn't answer his phone, Chris. So I don't know where he's at. But Dan, he's in Pittsburgh. It's the Brush Breakdown podcast. And we usually start this with a cold open, but we have a very, very packed menu. A very packed menu. So I need to intro the podcast before we get to our main question. Dan, let everyone know where they can find the Brunch Breakdown. Everywhere. End of, end of sentence. Everywhere. Anywhere podcasts are available. It's that simple. Brunch Breakdown is there. Just hit follow or subscribe wherever it is. Makes it easy for you. That episode comes right to you every Wednesday. New episodes. Whether it's the three of us or the two of us. New episode every Wednesday. Okay. Uh, full video episodes are also available every Wednesday. Uh, those come out at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. That's the video podcast only is on a schedule. Okay. Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Facebook and on YouTube. You can catch those there too. Um, let's see. What else? Social media. Everywhere there too. Everywhere. End of sentence. Facebook. X. Instagram. Threads. Trailer. TikTok. At Brunch Breakdown. Same thing. Everywhere. Give you those brunch bites to get you through the week. You know. The tummy gets a little angst, a little, little ang- little, little hungry, little need a little brunch in your life. One day a week isn't enough. One podcast isn't enough. Take, take, get the brunch bites, get you through the week. Okay. And then of course, every Friday we update what we call the sounds of brunch uh, on Spotify, where we give you what we're listening to uh, this week. We hold on what we were listening to last week as well, put into a beautiful little playlist. We call it the sounds of brunch. And it's available exclusively on Spotify. Beautiful. Well, today it's sports brunch, and we're going to be talking about a bunch of different sports topics that we can fit in here. But before we jump into the major sports conversation that we have, something huge happened in pop culture over the past week that we missed out on. NSYNC (laughs) is coming back together for one song for the Troll soundtrack, and it has everyone saying NSYNC is going on tour. No one has, not one official source has said this, but everyone is already saying in sync reunion tour. It's been 20 years. It's happening. Dan, do the people, are you interested in an in sync reunion tour? Ooh. Um, wow. That's a really good question. Am I interested in an in sync reunion tour as everybody in their cars and listening on their headphones is screaming, yes, of course, what is wrong with you? Um, I don't know if I'm so much interested in the tour as I would be in just in the new, the new music that's coming. I know we're getting a single, mm-hmm. but Joey Fats, I don't need to know. I don't know if I need to see him up there trying to pull off the same dance moves. You know what I mean? We've seen the Backstreet Boys do it, and it's just everything's a little slower than it used to be. And you know what I mean? And I don't know if visually... Visually, I don't think I need that. I, I I don't need that for an entire tour. Um, and frankly, I don't know if it's. It doesn't sound like it's happening. So, because <laughs> that balloon got balloon got deflated. I think I think that balloon is getting deflated by. I saw a report that Justin Timberlake's coming out with a, a solo album, and that he plans to go on tour. So, sorry to burst everyone's bubble, but I no, I think if and when would that eventually happen? Um. I don't know. I, I I honestly I don't know, dude. I don't know. This is how this whole thing is gonna work <laughs> if they do go on tour. All right, this is how I have thought about it because I'm like, all right. So either they do like two shows, they do one in New York, they do one in L.A. or something. They film it for mm-hmm. one of the streaming services for a boatload of money, and it's just like this one night only type deal, right? Or maybe Justin Timberlake just takes the four of them out on tour and they come out, they do three songs every night and then the rest of it's a Justin Timberlake show. Cause those guys are desperate for something for this to happen. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess that's what would happen. But, but I'm with you. I don't, I know people want this and they're like, really? They're like, Oh, we want it. But I promise you when you (laughs) see Chris Kirkpatrick Lance and Joey Fatone dance again. You're going to be like, wow, this was bad in 2002, but they were younger. Now mm-hmm. they're older. This is going to be really bad. So, like, and in sync, I so much of it is dancing. So much of it was dancing. Right, the boy band thing right. for them, especially, a lot of it was dancing. 
other boy bands didn't really do that much dancing. Like no one's out here like 98 degrees. Got to see their dance moves. No, wasn't the case. In <laughs> sync dancing. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think people want this. I don't I think people want it, but I don't think they really know what they're getting here. Yeah, yeah, realistically, like, could you be you'd be pretty severely disappointed if you went there and saw everybody but Justin Timberlake dancing and like, ooh, it just it wouldn't live up to the hype. It just simply wouldn't live up to the hype. That would be mm-hmm. that would might be my fear. And frankly, I don't even know if the music will either. I'm even nervous for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a I long mean- time in between songs. It's not the same writers. It's probably not. It's not the same producers. We've all seen those. You know, those those history, those, you know, the behind the music, the history of everything that went on there and like the people that were at the helm it ain't the same people. So I don't know. They're really laying it on thick. Justin Timberlake put out a video um, of them in in the studio, you know, basically he's crying at one point in the video. And you're like, OK, you guys are laying it on thick. Like, but <laughs> is this this song for the troll soundtrack? Is it going to be good? I have no idea. I'm very interested to talk uh, about that next week on the brunch breakdown yes. to see if this song called Better Place is going to be good or not. But um, let us know at brunch breakdown. Do you want an in sync reunion, or do you just want to be able to sing in sync songs again live? Because I feel like there's a difference. Wanting to see Joey Fatone yes. or wanting to scream songs out loud. Because I don't know. Do you, do you think the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC ever, maybe in five years, ten, eight years, do they ever go on tour together as like co as like a co-headlining tour where they alternate who headlines every night? So it's kind of even, and I'm sure they do us, you know, two or three songs. Does that ever happen? You know, the problem with that is it's Justin. They NSYNC has the yeah. guy who doesn't need to do anything. Right. And I think I mean, that's I mean, that tour would make so much money. Oh, it would make a stupid amount of money. Like in singing Backstreet Boys doing a tour and then you throw on whoever else you want to throw on that too. It'd just be all boy bands. It'd be huge. Yeah. I even think it would be huge if in sync without Justin did that with the Backstreet Boys. I, I sure. just think it would be. But like, yeah. I don't, I think Justin would have to sign off on that. And I just don't see how somebody who's worth the money that he's worth and mm-hmm. then. Like, I imagine if we looked up net worths, Justin Timberlake's and like Brian Latrell's are just a little bit different. So, (laughs) (laughs) just a little bit different. I don't know. Well, anyways, let us know if you want the NSYNC reunion. Now, Dan, let's get into get it off our chests. Dan, get it off your chest, sir. What's going on? So, since we're talking sports brunch today, this this story, you know, it just felt right to get something off my chest about it. Um, did you hear this story? I'm sure you did about the Packers bar in Milwaukee where they were running a promotion where if the New York Jets lost, the bar would cover everybody's tabs. Cover your tab. If the Jets lose, the bar would cover your tab. So, so you know, why are they doing this? Naturally, this Milwaukee Packers bar is holding a grudge, a grudge against former Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Naturally, right? So here we are, week one. The Jets are playing on Monday night football against the tough Buffalo Bills. Tough matchup. Could be a toss-up. You don't don't really know what's gonna happen there. Don't know what the Jets are gonna look like. Aaron Rodgers in his big debut in New York. And as you can imagine. In that moment, very early on, that we talked about last week, in that moment where he goes down, Packers fans in this Milwaukee bar start ordering drink after drink, after shot, after drink. Because how can the Jets win this game with Aaron Rodgers out after four plays against the Buffalo Bills? They're playing with house money at this point, right? Rack up the tabs. Let's go. Beers are going to be on the house tonight. However, the battling Jets not only kept the game close, but they won the game in overtime. <laughs> it was a punt return, right? A very, 
very exciting last play in overtime. So that meant those huge tabs that those people were running up because they expected the Jets to lose once Aaron Rodgers was out of the game, all of a sudden had to pay all of those tabs at the end of the night themselves. The bar owners look like geniuses Big time. in this instant, right? Big time. Um, but people, what I want to get off my chest here is there's a very important lesson here, okay? The power of karma. The power <laughs> of karma. We all know Aaron Rodgers isn't necessarily very easy to root for nowadays. Uh, Chris, not here. Big fan. We know that. <laughs> Love them. Um <laughs> But, but he gave so much to the Packers and the fans. You know what I mean? It, it's never a great feeling when a franchise player like that decides to leave. You know, he decides to leave the team after nearly their entire career. But actively rooting against him and his new team cost you quite a bit, actually. <laughs> so keep that in mind because the the bar is running had. 13 games on this schedule. Not They weren't running at all schedule, but they're doing this 12 times for 12 more Jets games. They're going to keep running this promotion. If the Jets lose, the bar will cover your tab. But the power of karma, people, keep that in mind. Um, oh, can you imagine? <laughs> dude, wow. I'm just trying to think. How dumb would I have gotten? I guess it just like, maybe it depends on age, but also it's just, sure. who would have thought that Josh Allen would have just played like the worst game of his career that night? Or just right. honestly, it's like uh, Josh Allen does that like every four games. He just has, an, <laughs> he just has a YOLO Josh Allen game. He tries to be Superman. He's like run. He's jumping over people that don't even need to be jumped over. Like, what are you doing? And he's just, right. that was one of those games. Um, man, but they're doing it every game, huh? Almost every game. They, for, I don't know why they picked the 13 games that they picked out of 17. There's four games where they're not, wow. not doing it. Um, but okay. they've got 12 more to go. They've got okay. 12 more to go. Wow. Wow. Uh, man, <laughs> I would have made some, and there'll be no other, night. yeah, there'll be no other moment like that, right? Mm -hmm. Where there's just, in a moment so early in a game, you think there's no way they're winning this game. And they were people were ordering shots, man. They were there's there's video of it. It's it's pretty it's pretty hilarious. There's live reaction of when the punt return ended the game in overtime and people were just stunned and shocked. And they couldn't believe it. they had to pay their job. Poor bastards. Well, it, it's like I mean, I guess it's it's like gambling, I guess. You just yeah, yeah, you're just a little different. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. All right. Uh, I got to get this off my chest to keep it with sports. And it's it goes with the topic we're going to be talking about in a little bit. But um, rushing the field. Guys. Rushing the field is glorious. If you've ever rushed the field or rushed the court, you know how great it is. If you haven't, I understand why you would be like, why are they doing that? They were 24 point favorites blah 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 all this dumb stuff that nobody no student at Colorado cares about seeing as their team won one game last year but like it doesn't matter any sport any college student section I don't care what it is if you want to rush the court or rush the field please do it because it's fun it's so <laughs> fun it is fun to do something that it doesn't feel like you're really allowed to do you're just jumping out of the stands and going onto the field. It's amazing because only so many stadiums you can do that. Because if you play in like one of the pro stadiums, you can't really do that because of the way that they're built and it's different. Like the college stadiums or definitely like the historic college stadiums are like built basically damn near to the ground. So you can like go out of the first row and run onto the field or run down the freaking grass and go down to the field. You can do those things. So if you're in one of those schools that does that, do it. Please do. Listen to no one. No one cares how good whatever team was back in the whatever days. Who cares if they won a national championship before? Who cares? Rush the field. 
rush it, rush it, rush it until they put police down there that tell you that you just can't do it. And, you know, you'll, you'll get suspended from school or something. Don't get suspended from school trying to rush the stadium or jumping or taking the field goal post down. But rush the field as long as you can. Please do it. All college students do it. Don't listen to old people. Rush the field. It's fun. It just is fun. You're not wrong. It's a, yeah. it is a great feeling. It's, awesome. it's a great feeling. You don't often hear people promoting it. So I give you, <laughs> I tip my hat to you because yeah. it is It's just fun. It's a good time. It's a, it's a feeling unlike any other. Um, and yeah, just, yeah, maybe don't tear the goalposts down because then uh, the school gets fined like mm, six true. figures. True. <laughs> <laughs> Although I haven't done that, but I've heard that's, that's, all <laughs> that's electric. So I like it. I like it. More rushing the field, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, uh, let's get into a bruise day. I am this week. I am sipping on something that I saw on TikTok, right? So uh, I saw this thing that was red wine and Coca-Cola mixed together makes a Cali Mocho. It is a famous drink from Spain from uh, (laughs) the 19-somethings. And it's red wine and cola, and God damn it, tastes really good. Because you know who always has cola in his house? Because my wife loves to drink Coke and Diet Coke, and I always have red wine in the house because your boy loves wine. So I mixed them together, and I was like, God damn it, this is genius. So shouts to my people in Spain. Whoever is the first person to mix red wine and Coca-Cola, the Cali Mocho, fire. Done. Get out of here. Really? Fire. Fire. What's the, what's the ratio here? Half, half and really? half. Really? Three ounce, three ounce ice, uh, maybe a little lime. Call it a day. Fire. Ice. 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 Okay. Red wine. Ice. Any red wine? Red wine. Think? Dude, I mean, I just use like a red blend that I have. Okay. So I kind of, I can kind of imagine it working. What's throwing me off is the carbonation. Yeah. That's what's throwing me off is like just thinking of how that would work. Like from flavor profiles, I can, I kind of, kind of could get it, but the carbonation is what's throwing me off. So it's almost like a, it becomes like a cocktail then. It's full cocktail. It's yeah. But yeah, ice, red wine, Coke, very easy just to be like, eh, I like this or I don't, because that's the reason why I did it. I was just like, well, I got both these things here at the house. Yeah, right. Yeah. See what happens. Not a huge gamble. Yeah, it's not a yeah, not a huge gamble. No, definitely not Spain. like putting, you know, a big tab on the Jets losing or whatever. No, definitely not. Not there. But there you I go. Know, I know I know one of our listeners is uh is is saying very much into wine is is putting it likely and i know i'm going to hear from him this week about this killer combination and um i'm gonna have to try it i'm Listen, gonna have to t- i'm gonna take your word for it it's a very and it was just it's a very i'm telling you tiktok is like the best thing ever created right and i just randomly see it because tiktok knows they listen to my thoughts and my feelings so they know that i you know saturday night looking for a drink go on tiktok yeah. there is one boom <laughs> go make it in your house <laughs> It's terrifying, wow. but hey, and it won last night. Yeah. So shouts to yeah. shouts to Cali Mocho, whoever in Spain created this thing, and you know, there it is. Interesting, interesting. Okay, wow. Never thought I'd hear that. There, there it is. Uh, for me this week, I'm fully embracing the time of the year. Tis the season uh, for <laughs> Oktoberfests. Fall beers, pumpkin beers, um, and a, a brewery that I actually probably I, I have not mentioned on Brews Day Brews Day before is Fermata Brewing. Uh, Fermata is a um, it's a musical term. Okay. Okay. And so this brewery is very much music theme and based. I haven't actually been there myself, but I know that they've got records everywhere they're playing music there it seems like a very cool space it's an ambridge pa um and i had their martson uh which uh which is called jambridge because that's the name of a music <laughs> festival i guess they do their ambridge jam jambridge and it was beautiful it's it is it's beautiful it's malty i love malty i really do i love the the malt flavor in these fall beers and it's 
malty. It's smooth. You get a little bit of honey in it. Um, just really, really good. Give me that like dark brown, that like amber color. That's that's what I'm looking for in an Oktoberfest, a Martin, a fest beer, if you will, and uh, the Jambridge from Fermata Brewing. Surreal like deal. I'm I am loving this time of year. I'm looking this up right now. Five point eight. Not mad. 60. Oh, you can get a growler of this too, Dan. You should go grab it. Ooh. Uh-huh. So this be four ounce growler, 18 bucks. Go grab that up. But yeah, yeah for the Jambridge Music and Arts Festival. There you go. Okay. That's yeah, cool. I haven't been to that. Didn't get didn't get it at the festival, but they are selling okay. it uh otherwise. And you know, because a lot of the, and a lot of the fall beers, the Martins, the things like that, some of them can kind of taste the same. Yes. Um Right, you can kind of where it wouldn't make a difference. This one, this one had a little bit of a distinct taste and flavor to it, and I thought it was really well done. Um, they also have great names for their beers. Uh, so shout mm-hmm. to this place, the Groovitational Pool. There you go. <laughs> is an IPA that they have. Uh, let's see, they have, they have a beer called Practice Beer. It's very low on the ABV. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Uh, the Out of Tune Key Lime Pie. There sour that's great shout out to these that. people i've had yeah. that that's pretty good sour that's pretty yeah. good sour yeah, yeah key lime pie yeah that's cool yeah, yeah. so yeah shouts to shouts to them i like that paradigm shift Vermont men Vermont brewing yeah. pa yeah shouts to them. that's pretty cool mm-hmm. all right well cheers dan i got cheers. water with me right now so there's that there you go yeah do what you gotta do we're on the clock hey we're on the clock that's what you gotta do <laughs> All right. Oh, well, now <laughs> let's get into the main menu, Dan. And you know what? Let's do it. Where, you know, okay, we have to start here. Colorado Mania. Talked about this a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Dion's got everybody watching a football game. Dude, the tweets this morning, I haven't seen the timeline like this since like in years, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. up watching two teams that they don't care about because of. <laughs> Dion. No one cares about Colorado or Colorado State unless you went to one of those schools or you live in Colorado. Otherwise, no one gives a damn about either one of these schools. People in the East Coast are up till 2.30 in the morning watching this last night. Like, I'm up till stupid late last night that I should have been asleep hours before watching this game going to overtime. Colorado's 3-0, Dan. Colorado mania. How you feel? How you feel? <laughs> well, I, I I said it a couple of weeks ago when this all started that we we might not actually know how good this team is because it, it might have been really telling us how bad TCU is. We still don't really know how good TCU is. We, we know we do know Nebraska's trash, so <laughs> <laughs> we do know that. <laughs> yep. So, um, and we knew that Colorado State wasn't good, and Colorado was like you said favored by twenty four points at home and they did they had to come from behind and win this game in overtime um so like regardless of all that it's still like we don't know still how good this team is i don't think we do um no but it's still super exciting and it's i'm it's it's great for this sport because it's taking headlines and conversations away from the usual, like we would be like every show would be talking about the like mess at quarterback for Alabama right now. Like get like, no one wants to talk about that. No one cares. You know what I mean? Like that's what we would be left with is those same 10 schools, even less than that five schools, probably that we talk about year in year out. And they're usually playing nobody the first three weeks of this of the college football season anyways so it makes it even more painstaking and so like you said why would we be watching colorado colorado state there's no reason to whatsoever but now there is and it's great it's great for the sport um but we are going to find out very very quickly <laughs> how good this team actually is they are on the road at oregon next week and then they have usc at home <laughs> yeah. so i mean those those games are going to get some serious eyeballs. I know I will certainly be watching, but again, we don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how good this team is, but regardless of all of it, it's still, 
something different, something for us to talk about. And it's great. It I'm is with great. you. Oh, <laughs> as he puts on his I'm, hat and sunglasses talking to adults. <laughs> I am all in. I'm all in coach. Pri- Dude, I am so in on this. It's insane. Like I've bought Colorado merch that doesn't come in until October 11th. So here's the problem with that. <laughs> We this team might be terrible by then. I don't know, but it's so fun to not talk to not just hear people talk about the NFL all day long, or just to talk about Alabama, Alabama who almost mm-hmm. lost, Georgia who looked like shit. Like all these teams that we're used to talking about, they all look like crap. And we've just been hearing everyone be in uproar, like, "Oh man, what's Georgia gonna do? Are they gonna three peat? I don't know. They don't look great." No, we're just talking about Coach Prime and a Colorado team that just lost his best player in a very dirty hit the other night, uh, last night, mm-hmm. which kind of sucked. Because Travis Hunter is awesome. He's gonna be out for a few weeks. But anyways, like. Who knows how good this team is? I know they have like a few players who are very good, but that's it. All I know is I'm in. I was up last night cheering for this team harder than I've cheered for teams that I care about. Like I <laughs> cared way more about this game than I cared about the brawl at all. Like I knew this game was going on. I knew this game was going on for a week. I, you said the brawl last week on the podcast. And that was the first time I was like, oh, I guess it's happening. Then throughout the week, completely <laughs> forgot. Uh, our friend Raj, listener of the program, friend of the program, she posted on Instagram that she was going home. And I sent her a message like, hey, is everything okay? Why are you just like randomly going home? <laughs> no idea the brawl was going on this weekend, but I definitely knew that Colorado, <laughs> Colorado State was happening at a place that I don't like. Come on. Like, I've been to Boulder. I like Boulder. Boulder's a great place, but I'm telling you, I'm all in. I'm all in. Coach Prime, Colorado. I'm, I got my merch ordered. I'm ready to go. Season might be over by the time it gets here, but um, I'm in. And also, these shades are Blender's sunglasses that I bought four years ago for $30 because I saw it on an Instagram ad. Now, these are the shades that everyone's buying and The Rock had on this week and everyone had on this week. So, shouts to me for being early. Shouts to Dion for, you know, hitting me up and being like, hey, where'd you get those shades that I saw you wearing four years ago on Instagram? <laughs> blenders. Shouts to Blenders. Yeah, I love it. Look at you. Four years ago, you've had this. Oh, yeah. I've had these forever. Yeah. 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 All right. But yeah. How does how much win comes out of the sales if they lose by two touchdowns next week at Oregon? Does I mean, does the momentum stop at all? Or are we still? So what happens if they get blown out? I think it's good for them. If they lose close Mm -hmm. it's still colorado mania like i think it just kind of like okay we're good like colorado's not in the national championship picture we're not going to talk about that now we just hope that colorado like is you know just finishes the season eight and five they're going to be in a bowl game that they're going to get like the notre dame effect when it comes to bowl games right they're going to get in a bowl game better than they should be in because of that which is good for all of us like we will want that and so i think that's the case but like if they lose close and if they lose close and then like beat USC or like beat Oregon and then lose close to USC, this thing, this thing is never stopping. So I'm I know, hoping they I, split these two games. Honestly, that's yeah. what I'm hoping. Oh, and what I'm most like interested in now is like, are either of the two teams, Oregon or US or USC, like are are any of the players or coaches dumb enough? to literally say anything about Dion or any player on Colorado, because that has backfired every single time from week one to Matt rule at Nebraska to Colorado States head coach last week. Like don't say anything. <laughs> okay. Cause that's what creates. So it creates more buzz that created so much more buzz. Look at what you're wearing. It was great. Part of the story. It was fantastic, but I don't know if you can get 85 college students and 20 coaches to like, don't say anything, please. <laughs> Cause we don't need to give them any ammunition. We're supposed to be the ones winning the game. I don't know if it can happen. It just creates more intrigue. You know, I was thinking about that too. Like, cause at first it's like, Oh yeah. Why would you do that? Give more motivation to this game. But also I had no idea who Jay Norville was before yeah. Wednesday. 
or whatever day that was that 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 he did that at that presser. So, I mean, I don't I don't know who or maybe I don't know who Oregon's coach is. I know who USC's coach is. So I'm sure oh, you know what Oregon's coach did say something already. I j- it oh, just came to me. He did because they were talking. They asked him about uh, like the Pac-12 falling apart in Colorado, oh. leaving the Pac-12. And he said, I don't remember any time they won anything. Like, what did they do for this conference? Basically saying like they haven't okay. won shit. They're, they're not, you know, Pac-12 champions year after year. Like they don't. So as I'm saying, don't do that. He already did before the, before their game even happened. So here we are. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I have I don't know who Oregon's coach is. He says something again this week because I'm sure that's going to be played a bunch of times because this is the biggest story. This is the biggest story in football. Like it is. And I think it's yeah. so fun that for the first time in a very long time, the biggest story in football pro or college is a college team. And I find that to be awesome because as somebody, we both love college football and I love the storylines because even as funny as the week got and some people took, you know, and took it different ways, but like it was a rivalry game. You're supposed to be petty and stupid when it's the rivalry game. You're supposed to say things and take jabs and you want coaches to be somewhat charismatic because coaches aren't, they're boring. This whole thing is basically just showing you how boring coaches and programs have become. And like you see, Colorado. Nick Saban's been like Nick Saban's been like changing his personality. He did a radio show this past week. It was like one of the funniest things I've ever heard him do. So yep. a caller named Pee Wee calls in. <laughs> he goes, Oh, you know, Pee Wee, I've been meaning to talk to you all week. You know, we can't cover the A gap. We're having trouble <laughs> with the line of scrimmage. And the whole crowd of those radio shows cracking up. Like Coach Saban needs See? to show a little personality now. He has to do it. The Dion effect is going to be so good for college football because we're going to get personalities in it again. Because just think about the personalities of coaches. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Just like mm-hmm. Bobby Bowden, Joe Paterno, like these coaches that we grew up watching in the 90s, they had personalities. You know, they weren't brands anymore. You know right. what I mean? And now it's like right. if Dion brings gives us five coaches that turn their personalities around. That's better for everyone. Like everyone. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. wins from it. Cause it's just for showing sure. you what you can do. And I just freaking, for sure. I'm, I'm obsessed with it, but yeah. Um, I think it all will go crashing down in two weeks. Um, just, when, <laughs> just when my merch comes, but I am, I, I hope right. it doesn't cause it's just too much fun. It's too much yeah. fun, Dan. Caleb, Caleb Williams reality check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Arriving at your door. <laughs> yeah, that's the that that's that's the worry is that. But I would love for them to split both games. I would love to split. Just win one, you know, have everyone mm-hmm. go off the Colorado train and then jump right back on. And then we're all right. Know, that'll be fun. <laughs> all right. It's very hard to do this and look at a computer screen. So there we go. All right. Done with that. Now, Dan, let's get into our hottest take. What is your one hottest take? in sports right now uh miami dolphins are going to the super bowl that's not actually it but i do think that's going to happen <laughs> we'll come back to that in february um my right hot take right now is it's a little bit more generic than that and it's just that you know fantasy sports suck they they suck they they're they're t- i hate them i i have we've been playing fantasy sports for how many years now in my life you know over probably almost half my life oh, been yeah. playing fantasy sports, right? Yeah. And I hate, I hate how, I hate so much how a website or a person can make a prediction on how well a player might fare in a particular game or week. <laughs> and you trust that recommendation, right? And then it bites you in the ask, it asks, and no repercussions for that person, no repercussions for that website. You know, it's like being a weatherman. We're like, up. Oh, they were wrong, but they're there. They're there the next day, giving you that forecast, telling you it's not going to rain, and then it rains, and you're like, what the hell? Can't trust these people. But you go back to them anyways, and that's what fantasy sports is. You know, they say you know fantasy and gambling are, um, you know, make the games more interesting, and like you know, <laughs> for me, it's making me more frustrated more than anything because I'm like watching these other games and these other players, and when they don't produce like I was told he was going to. I get more, I get more mad at everything. And, you know, I, the, for example, this past weekend, I sat DeAndre Swift for the Eagles running back and he went off and had himself <laughs> a wonderful game on Thursday night football. And I sat him, I sat him based on the advice that I was given. Um, and so, you know, I'm the only one at the end of the day 
that gets hurt when my league entry fee essentially just becomes a donation year after year after year to the eventual champion who is not me because I took the advice of some computer or some person. And I, I've, I officially hate fantasy sports. And the Dolphins are going to the Super Bowl. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I hate fantasy sports. I stopped doing them because I never enjoyed them and I stopped doing them a long time ago. I hated doing it. I even hated talking about it on the radio with people <laughs> acting like I knew what I was talking about with them. I hated it so much. Hated it so much. Because like, yeah. there's something about that. Like, I don't gamble, but talking gambling with people I find to be fascinating. But like sp- fantasy sports, nah, just not into it. No, nope. and nobody cares about no one cares about your fantasy team either. They act like they do and want to talk about it. Like, I don't care about, I literally do, could not care less about any person on this planet, their fantasy football team. I barely care about mine. So I certainly don't care about yours. Oh man. Um, My hottest sports take right now is uh, it's baseball related. And this is not something that normally happens. So you basically know I'm no. talking about. Wow. You basically, if you if you if you know me and you know I'm talking about baseball, I'm basically talking about one or two people. So Shohei Otani and Mike Trout both play for the <laughs> the Orange County Angels. I don't like to call them <laughs> the Los Angeles Angels or the Anaheim Angels, whatever you want to call them. Just don't call them Los Angeles. It's not even close to Los Angeles. Please just don't. It's just don't. Anyways, they play for the team up there. They're both two of the best players in the history of baseball. Um, Shohei Otani walked out on the team the other day, just was like, "Mm, I'm out. Well, I've seen enough. I'm going to clean up my locker. I'm gone. So people are like, where are they going to go? Are they going to go to New York? They're going to go to Chicago, Boston. But no, here's my hot take. Neither of these two generational talents are leaving the West Coast. Maybe they leave Orange County, which uh, honestly, if you've ever been, if like Google Mike Trout's house being super rich in Newport beach has to be the nicest thing in the freaking universe. Like, I don't know why you'd ever want to leave it. Um, baseball's an individual sport too. So who cares if you win anything, like you're still one of the greatest, but they're not leaving the West coast. And I'm telling you that right now. And it's all because of a lifestyle choice. Maybe they go to the Dodgers. Maybe they go to the Padres. Maybe they go to San Francisco and kind of be cold up there in San Francisco, but listen, they're not leaving. They're just not. Once you get a taste of the lifestyle out here for a little bit and you're dumb rich, you're not going to move to New York City. I promise you, you're not going to move to cold ass, angry Boston. You're just not going to do it. (laughs) You're not. You're not going to go to the Windy City. You're not going to do it. Like, it's just not going to happen. I don't know what Houston situations like. Maybe that ends up being something. But those guys aren't leaving the West Coast. And that's. That's my hot take. It's just not happening. They might not even leave the Angels, honestly. But my hot yeah. take is there. All these other teams, Philadelphia, no. No. You're not going from, no. You're just not. You're just not. You're going to take one step for a meeting, and you're gonna be like, this seems bad. Not going to do <laughs> it. Nope. Uh, maybe they should reach out and ask former uh, Los Angeles athlete, Jared Goff, what he thinks about moving from L.A., to Detroit. <laughs> Maybe think if that's a good idea. <laughs> and he gets to play indoors. Yeah. So like, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's going to hit different when it's snowing on opening day. Just throwing it out there. It's going to hit a little different. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, like, you okay. Know. I like that. I don't think it would not be. Well, here's the thing. Like, you don't want to see them go to a major market team because it's the rich getting richer, blah, blah, blah. Like, but that's who pays and whatever. Like, but also, I don't think it's great for baseball if they both stay with the Angels because they're also not doing anything there. They're like, again, they're going to be individual superstars, but people aren't staying up watching Angels games like they are Colorado games just because the team isn't interesting enough to watch. Maybe you watch Otani when he pitches and you can see him pitch and hit, but baseball needs them to go he's baseball needs mike Trout to get out of there but it'll be interesting that's have interesting off season to talk about this this for once in baseball and i will tell you uh from living here you can go get angels tickets for slightly 
just slightly more than you can get pirates tickets midseason. And they have two of the best players and the dude who's friggin' Jeez. babe ruthing it out here, hitting and pitching and doing all that shit. So like honestly, yeah. it's just it's not. No, it's not good for baseball for them to be stuck out there in the middle of nowhere. One of them needs to go mm-hmm. play for the Dodgers or something and people care. So I get that part, but like I just don't see them. I don't I I just in my head, I'm like, I just don't see how you would leave being ungodly rich out here and then going to be in a situation where people care too much new york mm-hmm. in boston no i'm good i'm good yeah. on that <laughs> like mike trout can still go to whole foods probably and just like say what's up you know what i mean like what yeah right <laughs> new york no that does not sound like fun to me like um no no, no. <laughs> Well, those are our hottest takes. Let us know your hottest sports take at Brunch Breakdown. All right. So um, there's been some NIL uh, talk, a lot of NIL thing. Sports Illustrated just did a big NIL uh, story, and they had two on the cover. Their cover photos were um, two girls who go to LSU. Uh, one was uh, Flage Johnson. Uh, the other was, I forget what the other girl's name is. But anyways, one of them's a gymnast. Another was a basketball player. They're all just making millions NIL. Right. And these are female women's athletes, right? For LSU that are just absolutely killing it right now. And so we thought, and this is the topic we had for a while, but we thought this is a good time to bring it up. Uh, which businesses would you want to do NIL deals with if you were the collegiate athlete? This is, I love this topic. I'm so glad we finally get to talk about it because, yeah, because now, the athletes, the college athletes are kind of having a say of who they want to do business with. Pretty great. You know what I mean? If you're a big enough star, you're at the negotiating table and kind of decide in which direction when you go. Um, first company that came to mind for me, I absolutely know this is some, this is a company that's on your list. So we can like these talented LSU women. Maybe we can go in on this together, but hello express Let's have a conversation. <laughs> Let's go. Fill me up. Fill up the wardrobe. I will wear it everywhere. Suits to the game. Give me the casual wear throughout the week. Expre- express. That's 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 the first phone phone call I make. Definitely. Oh my god, one hundred percent. That's the first. That's the first phone call. Um right. and. Shouts to Express, friend of the brunch breakdown. Because when we talked about, uh, was it CJ? Was it? It's a quarterback. For yes. The, the yeah, Stroud. CJ, CJ Stroud, Stroud for Ohio State. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His yeah. NIL deal, and a big NIL deal, was with uh, Express, and uh, Express really liked that we talked about that. So shouts to uh, shouts to Express. Uh, That's but right. yeah, we're here for you still. We can do. It doesn't have to be NIL. We can have another. Listen. I mean, look at us. We're in hoodies right now. Let's we go. talk about the video episodes, right? Noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific Wednesdays. We could be flashing some Express oh. each and every week. You want to see us in suits every week on the brunch breakdown? Let's go. I'll wear suits to brunch every week. Let's go, Express. Bring it. Sponsor the brunch breakdown. There you go. Hit up Express. Virtual backgrounds. (laughs) Our logo, your logo. Come on now. Opportunities. Express. (laughs) You want us. Come on. I don't hear Express on many podcasts, so let's let's, let's go. It's time. There you go. That's right. That's right. Somehow that became all about us. All right. Um, Angel <laughs> Angel Reese from LSU was the name that was completely escaping me. But anyways, oh, of course, that's it. Um, so who I would want to do an NIL deal with is <laughs> Hallmark greeting cards. Oh, oh what? I would want I can't to, wait to hear this. An NIL deal this. with Hallmark greeting cards. And I would just want to make cards that had like my saying that had just had random sayings in them. Like, and I would just have a whole line of them for all of the holidays that just said Christmas, Halloween, like even holidays that don't even exist, like national cheeseburger day. And it would just be like me saying like, have a cheeseburger, enjoy it. Dudley. (laughs) There it is. Like, that's where I would want my face. You walk to Target, you see my face right there. Get the Daniel Dudley <laughs> greeting cards from Hallmark. <laughs> hey, be- um, <laughs> I think we just lost our Express deal. 
It's an untapped market. I feel like athletes yeah, that's need for to get sure. it. It's an untapped market. Everybody gr- buys greeting cards. And like how you can get people and like how we talked about bourbon last week, getting guys to bathe. I feel like if you want, <laughs> yeah. if you want your husband to remember anniversaries, go to the NIL section of Hallmark and you'll get your, you'll okay. get, <laughs> cause honestly, listen, I love Chris Gates to death, but like he needs to see the pit logo for some player to head to the greeting card section. And if that's there, he's True. never forgetting a birthday and anniversary. Nothing. Cause he's buying, he's it's it's hail to pit greeting cards right there in the Hallmark section. That's it. That's the NIL deal right there. Okay. I'm open. I now I see, see? it. Now see? I see it. Now I see it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can make I, I like that. That can work. That can work. Um another one for me. There's so many directions I could go. But if I was if I was a player, if I was playing in the SEC in particular, or really anywhere in the South, Bojangles, what's up? Okay. Hit me up. Bojangles. Let's go. I want Bojangles whenever I whenever I want on the house, and I will fly the Bojangles flag everywhere I go. That's Bojangles for brunch every week. And I'm a, I'm a college athlete, so I can I can work it off. I can work it off. That's how I think, you know, I think it can make it work. I love that you said that because on my list, I have something I recently had for the first time. Raising Canes. Oh. Raising Canes is because there have been a couple. There's not many, but there were a couple have popped up in the L.A. area. One happens to be in Burbank. There's another one in Northridge was right in between where I am. And okay. Raising Cane's might be the best fast food, period. It it might wow. be. And if I'm doing an NIL deal, I am a college athlete, peak shape, doesn't matter what I eat, I work it off. Raising Cane's. That's it. Make the chicken really? sandwich. Give me my own chicken sandwich. Give me my own sauce. Uh, I know Post Malone has a deal with Raising Cane's right now. Um but yeah, and he he's in the best shape of his life. So something going on with raising canes, working out. There it is, raising canes. All right. So this excites me because I've never had raising canes. Okay. Okay. However, there are two opening in the Pittsburgh area. See? One in the very near Dude. future, not far from me. So this gets me very excited. Get ready to wait in line. Get ready to wait in line. Wow. Really? Because, dude. I mean, I know there's more people here, or whatever. But like when it opens up there will be a lot of people excited about it. Okay. So um I've been, get ready. I've been clamoring I've been claiming for Bojangles to get into Pennsylvania for years. Okay. They sponsor the ACC network. And actually we see a lot of that, but there's not a Bojangles within sight. Nowhere close. I've been clamoring them for coming to this market. But this gets me excited now. We're yeah. using canes. Oh, okay. It's so okay. dude. It's it might be the best. It just might be the best fast food. Like, period. Like, I just yeah. Yeah. Man, oh man. Okay. Excited. Very excited now. Um part of me wants to go like a, a lot of these players go like car dealership, thing like that. But I th- I think I might want to go Tesla. As much as Elon Musk and I don't get along. Okay. I don't think I'd hate that partnership to have that car. No. I think I could I think I could do that. I think I would be willing to go to the table with Tesla and say, yeah, okay. We got ourselves a deal. I I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. You get yourself a Tesla? Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. I feel like on the house. On the house, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I would see. I was thinking. I you threw me off with the car thing. I was thinking, doing a deal with, like, Airbnb, or Zillow, or one of like the housing things, because okay. if you can get hooked up with like sign some contract, you know, get hooked up with like free Airbnb Airbnb stays for like. 10 years 
or possibly life. Ooh. Like that would be so awesome. Yeah. To just never have to do that. So I guess it extends with like hotels too, but I was really thinking about Airbnbs or if you like do a deal with like Zillow, you they somehow figure out how to buy you a house. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, was thinking about that because it's like, what? Because yes, the money for a lot of these deals is like life-changing money for some of these players. Like that's huge. Like whether they do great in the pros, they'll have a lot of money in the bank account before they even graduate from college, whatever they decide to do, right? And I was just thinking like how dope it would be just to be like, yep, I have a house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they- like yeah. you do a deal with realtor.com and they buy you a house. You're like, sweet. I have a house and then I can sell it or I can live in it. I can do whatever I want, but I have a house. Mm-hmm. So like doing an NIL deal with one of those companies that you see tons of ads for, um, that would be awesome to do one of those. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Cause like oh, huge. Okay. vacations or just, you're just buying you a, freaking house like yeah yeah Mm, okay yeah uh last one i have is a little love hate because there's a a lot of reasons that people are not happy with this company and rightfully so but at the same time you kind of need them live nation where are you at let's (laughs) have a conversation any event i want to go to i want front row any event any venue yeah. And I'll go out there, take the bullets for you, wave the flag, distract people from the fees that you're charging people out the ass. But I think that would be a pretty pretty solid one. Any any concert, any other sporting event, front row, maybe maybe you got a box in the venue. That would work. That's a really good one because like you said, that is a distraction. If you throw Ticketmaster ads up during the Colorado game last night, no one cares about fees. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? No one's Mm -hmm. caring about service fees no more. Like, everyone's just thinking about good times. And that's what Ticketmaster needs. They need goodwill. Yes. They need that good PR. (laughs) They need goodwill. Ticketmaster, Live Nation, they need goodwill right now. Um, Yeah, that's a good one. Um, So I'm there to help. Yeah. Dude, in my last one, and I feel like this is a major untapped market, and this is because this is something I use every day, and I would love to not pay for it. Uh, Clarin, <laughs> I would love <laughs> my nil deal would definitely be with Clarin. I've been I've been Clarin OG gang gang since college, and I am with them now. I have been in college for like eighteen years, so yeah, um, yeah, guys, Clarin. <laughs> That's me right there. All my NIL deal would definitely be very practical in that. Like if I never have to buy Claritin again, because by the time I die, the amount of money I've spent on Claritin, it's a lot of money. <laughs> Telling you. There's some <laughs> offensive linemen out there that could definitely get down with a Claritin endorsement. So listen, listen to me, kids. Listen to me. You don't need to be on the Wendy's ads like Caleb Williams. Like you don't need to be in the Dr. Pepper ads. Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Think a little, think, think differently. You know what I mean? Think about not having to pay for some stuff. You know, mm-hmm. don't think about getting all the money and the high evaluation of NIL money. No, no, no. Think about what you can get for free that you don't have to pay for. Because literally, you're drinking crappy liquor and crappy beer anyways. Think about how much more crappy beer and liquor you can buy if you don't have to spend $20 every 15 days on Claritin D. Think about it. <laughs> And I, you, you mentioned the offensive lineman. It had me thinking, like, t- make it a playoff of, like, the breathe right nasal strips that the offensive linemen use, but with the claret instead, Yo. I can see it. I can see, like, uh, Dudley lining up with the line of scrimmage. That's, uh, you'll notice that that's not the captain C. That's the claret C that he's wearing on his jersey, probably supporting claret. The gold we're giving people right now, like TM, <laughs> like this ain't free, Clareton. If we see this in an ad, you will have problems. We will have yes. problems. You'll hear from us. <laughs> it's all gold. It's all gold. Oh, offensive lineman like goes up and like he gets a false start penalty because he's like his nose is stuffed yeah. up. The chew, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a false start. <laughs> this is genius. This is 
absolute genius. And then it goes into your, and he's back with the with the C, but that's not for captain. That's the cleric C right there. Oh my God. <laughs> that's it. We're making magic here, man. We are making magic here. <laughs> God, that's it right there. Gosh, man! Like express, you, express. You better jump on board before you lose us to Claret. And I'm telling yeah. you, you can hear the gold pouring out here every week. Let's go! Oh, it's it's all happening. Oh my gosh! All right, well, Dan, <laughs> that was fun. Nil deals. Let us know what, what companies would you do nil deals with at Brunch Breakdown. Hit us up and uh, Facebook, Twitter, well, the X, whatever Threads. We need to have a conversation about Threads in a future Brunch Breakdown. Because anybody, there? yes. Anybody there? Right. Hello. Anybody? It's like anyone. Anybody home? home? <laughs> yeah. Anyone on threads? We'll, we'll see. All right. Uh, a last one. We can do this really quick. Uh, the one NFL team you got to watch one for the rest of the season. Who are you watching? Yeah. If you if you didn't have if you couldn't watch your own team. Yep. Because everybody was everybody was talking about the Jets, right? Jets, Jets, Jets. Aaron Rodgers. We talked about that a yep. little bit earlier. I think a lot of people would have picked. Oh, I want to watch the Jets. See how Aaron Rodgers does. If you can only watch one team. The entire NFL season, who would it be? Um, I kind of again, I told you, I think I think people need to keep an eye on the Dolphins. I think people need to keep an eye on the Dolphins. I think, I think, I would pick Miami Dolphins to watch all season long. Tua, Tyreek Hill, a lot of excitement down there. I mean, like you can pick Mahomes, like the Chiefs and Mahomes. They're boring, man. They are a boring football team to watch. They are. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm over them. I'm over them. You know, it's it's not spectacular anymore. You expect Mahomes to be spectacular, and when he's not, he's not fun to watch. So, I'd watch the Dolphins. I think I'd watch the Dolphins now that the, now that the Jets are unwatchable, and they proved that this past weekend. <laughs> I am gonna go with the Arizona Cardinals, and here's why. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I wouldn't have said this before today. Actually, I wouldn't have said this before two seconds ago because I was like, okay, because when we got on here, I want to say the Cardinals were in the midst of blowing a 28-0 lead. I think they were up 28-0. Yeah. Maybe it was 28-7, whatever. But they were about to lose it. And the reason I want to watch the Arizona card is because everyone saw, it's been talking about this since the season, before the season started, about how they are in full tank mode. Full tank mode. Like, Got rid of, like, Kyler Murray is is hurt. Got rid of the backup for no reason. Got rid of Colt McGoal for no reason. Signed Josh Dobbs a week before. Made him the starting quarterback. And them being up by that much on a Giants team that we're not sure is good at all lets me know that they're going to be fun to see how they're going to lose games this year. Because it is <laughs> it has been signaled down to the people that, yo, what are you doing trying to win a game? Let's not do that. And then they lost 31 <laughs> 28 after being up 28 to seven oh. today in the NFL. That is just something that just does not happen. And the fact that they're tanking, this lets me know this season for the Arizona Cardinals is going to be a fun ride and I want to be around <laughs> for it. And I want to watch it every <laughs> single game. want to watch it. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I get you there. I get you there. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, next two games being tough, like Colorado does, uh, they've got the Cowboys and then the 49ers and then the Bengals, which they don't look good right now either. But, oh, that'll be interesting. But Josh Dobbs will surprise everybody. And, um, yeah, he didn't get the memo that they were supposed to tank for Caleb Williams. Um, but or maybe he gets it in the fourth quarter. Like yes. you said, after I beat up 21 nothing, Like, ooh. Like, interesting. Okay. I don't even know if they still have these. I'm sure they don't because it's probably unethical or something. But, like, remember the, like, electric fences for dogs? Yeah, there's yeah. like the dog collar and like you know whatever the, the electric <laughs> they're the invincible electric fence and uh i feel like that's probably what it is for josh dobbs i bet like they have like a signal that goes to his helmet and it's like <laughs> oh he's like all right well like his off. radio keeps going out he's, yeah. like, he's not hearing all the, all the play all the way through and like josh dobbs is like a fine quarterback but he should he wouldn't be out there calling his own plays having a lot, a lot of success but i'm Absolutely. sure in the fourth quarter when the radio stops working that's what he has to do and uh-oh there goes that lead <laughs> yep yep it's just like something goes through he's like drops back to pass and he's like getting ready to throw and it's like and it just throws an interception fumbles yeah. whatever yeah i think that's what's <laughs> happening 
uh, with the Cardinals. Um, and it's going to be a wild ride all season uh, to see if That's they win sure. a game, how many games they win. I, I got to be there to see it because it's just wild when you see a team just in tank mode two months before the season starts. Right. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm excited. Like they did what? <laughs> yeah. It's like Caleb Williams hadn't even played a game yet this season. And he was already saying, I don't want to go there. I'm yeah, not, right. I'm not doing it. And his <laughs> dad's making it. statements. They're like, I'm not doing mm. it. <laughs> it's like, we already see it. Not doing it. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. All right. Well, let's get into music before we get out of here. Dan, uh, it has been a packed, packed few weeks of music, man. Um, crazy packed. Who are you listening to this week? What's going on? Dude, this past week was wild. Nuts. Like wild, like albums on albums on yeah. albums, not just even singles. The albums were everywhere. I know one that was probably on your list and it was top of mind. My boy, our boy, oh. Teddy freaking swims. The album is out, people. The album is called I've Tried Everything But Therapy. And I, of course, if you remember, I put his the single uh, Lose Control on the playlist Back when it came out months and months ago, it seems like at this point, a few months, weeks ago. And that song has absolutely blown up. It's everywhere. Lose Control is everywhere. And it's so good. And I can't wait to see him live. And I'm so excited this album is out. Uh, there's a bunch of great songs that we'll pick to put on the Sounds of Brunch this week. But Teddy, our boy Teddy Swims. Dude, the album is good. I've run it through like one and a half times. It's so, dude. It's so good. And one of the reasons yeah. why I haven't listened to it as much is because so many albums came out. And yeah. one of my favorites, somebody who I always say, when people are like, who should I be listening to? One of the people I'm always saying is Teddy Swims. Another person I'm saying is Rod Wave. They both put out albums on the same day, which is just awesome for me. Um, and he put out his album, Nostalgia. And I mean, this Rod Wave is so awesome because I swear... It's like he would be a country singer if it weren't for the fact that he's just it's it's sing it's singing mostly it's a little bit of rap but it's mostly singing but the things that he does weaving in and out of like different lyric choices that go back to old songs like he he in one song he and this is the song I'm going to put on the playlist it is crazy I believe or no boys don't cry he samples Paramore's ain't it fun in the coolest way you could possibly sample that song. And wow. I, I want everyone to listen to it. Boys Don't Cry, but Nostalgia by Rod Wave. The whole album's awesome. Uh, it's 18 songs. Like, no album needs to be 18 songs. So take that with Teddy. a grain of salt. But, like, most of this album is super good. And he's on tour. And if you can he go see him, he's awesome. So, yeah, Rod Wave. Check it out. I love that. I yes. cannot wait to dive yeah, yeah into that once I get my head above water from, again, another Dude. album that came out this week, 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> They're back, right? The album is out. Um, it's their first album since 2018. And Jared Leto and his brother have definitely embraced, you know, working more synth into this new music, which, like, I, I respect because they're taking a bit of a chance. You know, even though they don't, come out with a ton of music anymore they're evolving with it and trying new things so like it's just great to have new music from third from them because like jared leto could easily have never recorded another song ever again in his life no no need to do that but the fact that he that they do that they get back together every couple of years and put out new music um i'll probably throw a world on fire um on the playlist this week but it's just cool to have them back yes definitely definitely um Drake and SZA might heard of them before two, <laughs> two small indie artists you may have heard of uh, put out a song together called slime you out and it is everything you want to hear from a Drake and SZA song so if you are a fan of Drake and SZA giving you very uh, sad R&B music uh, that is very reflective and somewhat very real slime you out is the song for you. This is exactly what I wanted from them. This is not a huge hit. This is not a, it may do big on the charts this first week or something, but no, this is like, they were like, we're going to do a song for like our fans and our fans want us to give all of the fuck boy and fuck girl energy that you could possibly give in one song. And this is slime you out is perfect. Shouts yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So we talked, this was sports prompts this week, obviously, Didi. What we didn't have to get a, a chance to talk about really was the VMAs, which took place <laughs> yeah. a week ago. Didn't have a chance to cover that. A, a wild and very interesting show. Yeah. Could have had a whole episode on it, honestly. Uh-huh. Um, but one thing that I took away that was unexpected was watching the pre-show. Demi Lovato's there. Okay, uh, good. Nice to see that she's back. Things are going well. And she says, like, yeah, releasing a new album revamping all my hits performing tonight. I'm like, what? Tell me what's going on. And so she does this rock performance of a couple of her hits and dropped an album called, uh, I think it's called revamped is the name of the album um, where it's her top hit songs revamped worked in kind of a more rock forward uh, theme. Now they're not, not, necessarily all earth shattering because a lot of her music already had you yeah. know a guitar in it or like heavier drums so it's not like a complete 180 it's not it's just that is just turned up in every single one of these songs um and it's just kind of cool to hear them in a different light and you know because she's been featured with a lot of different rock and uh, pop punk groups and things like that anyways so it it works for her voice um but i thought it was cool i thought it was cool um, the version of uh, Give Your Heart a Break I thought was pretty unique, um, and it features Burt McCracken from The Used. Always love his voice. Um, so, yeah, kind of cool to hear them in a little bit of a different light. Everybody's doing the rock and the pop punk thing now. This is just kind of a different avenue of that. Um, and then you also kind of go like, yeah, damn, Demi had a lot of really, really popular songs. Um, kind of interesting to hear those all again. Yeah, you know, and this is a cool way to do like, I'm going to... This is a cool way to do a greatest hits album. You know what I mean? And yeah. It, and like yeah. you said, it works with Demi because a lot of Demi songs do have that. Even back to her like old Disney days, like she was putting, she had like rock in those songs too. So um, mm-hmm. yeah. So shouts to Demi. The only my only beef was I was sorry, not sorry. As the I'm like that's like my jam, and it's re- <laughs> and. I, <laughs> Like, I just didn't, it's like, I felt like it took like the soul out of it, but I'm sure, but the thing is, it's good slashes involved in that one. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's cool, but it's like, sorry, not sorry is my jam. Let's not mess up. Sorry, not sorry. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my fair. jam. That song is already <laughs> intense enough, just the way that it is. Like, I don't need yeah. that. But, um, but the songs, you know, if she goes on tour or whatever, I don't know what her plans are for that. These songs are going to sound awesome live. That's what's going to be fun about this. I feel like, yeah, it's the live yeah. play of this of this music is going to be like awesome for sure. And the performance yeah. is cool, and it, she sounds yeah. great. She does. So we'll uh, interested to see. Hope she's doing well. Yes. All right, last one. Uh, my girl, Tate McRae, put out a new record. Mm. Put out a new song. Greedy. Shouts to Tate. Just. I dude, I just love her voice, and she's back with another one right here. So greedy, check it out, fire, love it. That's a great Man. song. Well, great that's song. what we're listening to, and I could have put like six more songs on here. Honestly, this week was way too much, oh. way too much. <laughs> yeah, this was a lot, a lot this week. So, um, yeah, we'll have way more next week on uh, the brunch breakdown. Make sure you check out the sounds of brunch playlist. Tell Siri, tell Alexa. Play the sounds of brunch, and they will play that playlist for you updated every week. And we've got two weeks of songs on it, so make sure you check it out. Because this fall is just ramping up to be what the summer should have been. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. Makes no you're sense. absolutely right. I don't so, get it. Definitely. All right. Well, Dan, uh, final thoughts on the brunch breakdown. Um, Didi, we've determined we may or probably may not need an NSYNC reunion tour. But what we do need is express and Clarendon to hit your boys up hit your boys up we are here ready willing logos everywhere ready. i mean you or anybody listening any of your companies we are here to promote the brands we are welcoming welcoming bring the we, spring on the suits we are ready i'm ready to fill this up with logos it's gonna be a step and yeah. repeat back here i'm ready <laughs> let's go <laughs> it's the brunch breakdown and we're open for business <laughs> that's right <laughs>